independentleft.news Indie. Indie. What's up, Indie? Indie News Network. Indie. I get news from Independent Left. Independentleft.news. Independentleft.news. Indie Left Media. Independent Left News. Indie Left. Independent Left News. Independent Left Media. Indie Media. Indie Left. Indie. 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 Indie Left News. Indie Left. Hi, Indie! Indie Left News. Subscribe to Indie News Network. We're world building. Your, your way of assisting, I feel like, is really cool. Independentleft.news. Independentleftnews. I'm a huge fan. He created INN. The founder of uh, Independent News Network. Indy is the founder of Indie News Network. Thank you, Independentleft.news. A huge thank you and shout out to Indy Left. Everyone, check out Indy Left News. Hey, Indy Left. Independentleft.news. Indy. Indy. Hi, Indy. Indy Left. Indy Left News. Indy News. Independent Media. Independentleft News is doing an amazing job. So the next story is really interesting. Uh, Came from Eric Schreiber at World Socialist website, WSWS.org. Excellent site. One of the sources that we feature daily in Independent Left News. And then quite often their their articles make it into leftist.today as well, which is a cut down version of Independent Left News. It's like just a top five articles and videos. So, okay, talking again, the, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters is helping to unionize, is campaigning to unionize Amazon. And why? Well, the union is fully committed to funding this initiative. Okay, Teamsters campaign has nothing to do with building worker power with Amazon. Now, this is going to be a criticism of of what's going on here. It's an escalation of the drive by Biden's administration to bring workers under a form of state guardianship through the use of pro-capitalist trade unions. So this is, okay, under the, the previous attempt by the RWDSU to unionize single Amazon warehouse in Bessemer ended in a high profile debacle for the union and Democratic Party, but a full court press by the media and the Democrats Okay, scarcely one in eight eligible workers voted to bring it into the facility. And why? Because they hadn't really done apparently the work inside. And that's that's what they're saying is okay, that the campaign against the union by Amazon management was relatively light. Then with the fact that the union refused to connect the campaign with any concrete demands or even establish significant lines of contact among workers inside the facility. So again, this is scathing criticism of what happened in Bessemer. The NLRB, meanwhile, is intervening to, to force a revote, another indication of the support for the campaign by the federal government, which is interesting. So they're they're skeptical of, of any time the, the, the federal government is getting in involved to be to intervene on behalf of workers because we all know that the federal government actually works on behalf of corporations. What? Right? No. So the considerable resources of the team You mean to tell me Wow, teamsters are worth a half a billion dollars, more than a half billion dollars, are being brought forward in attempt to plug the breach. Okay, uh because they keep rejecting these these deals, but Amazon workers need to be productive. The problem is 
Oh, the gangster-ridden teamsters. Yeah, that's that's not cool. Uh, apparatus. I would I would think that that Howie Hawkins would have something to say about that. That's not. Co- I mean, tell tell that to Scorsese. Right. <laughs> that mafia stuff's not cool as well. You know, like teamsters have enforced have enforced you know? multi multi tier wage structures, inadequate health benefits, and mandatory overtime. Moreover, the teamsters regularly run roughshod over the democratic rights of workers. And it's and is infamous for its historical use of violence to, to force suppression. Um, maybe historically, like in like the fifties and prior, but I haven't heard yeah. of teamsters doing anything violent in decades. In twenty eighteen, they used an anti yeah, probably for a reason to ratify a contract at UPS, which a majority of voters had rejected, which is also again. Every single deal that any union has ever made with any corporation, this this organization and this this publication sees as a sellout deal. Happy birthday, Darlene! By the way, I'm yeah. sorry that I missed your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did wish you on Discord, but Darlene mentioned that it was her birthday, so I wanted to say happy birthday. One sec. <clears throat> okay. So look at this uh, under the. The present contract starting hourly wage for UP, part-time UPS workers is a mere 13 bucks. In contrast, warehouse workers at Amazon who don't belong to a union earn a starting wage of 15. Before this, they were even worse, only 10. Current UPS contract created a new category of lower paid part-time drivers, which represents a significant attack on one of the few decent paying positions left at the company. Uh, it all adds up to no no bueno. And again, this is a long article. Amazon workers will not be able to take a single step forward through the mechanism of the Teamsters, according to this person's opinion. The way forward is by mobilizing their own independent strength outside the control of the union bureaucracy to rank and file committees. As Amazon workers in Baltimore, together with Dana Auto Parts workers, teachers, and other sections of the working class birdie dog. First one is, is there Amazon unionization happening possibly in Canada? Pretty wild. And I saw this coming out of truth out through popular resistance. This was on the 919 evening edition. And again, you've got the Canadian warehouse could be the first to unionize in North America. Hey, how about that shit, right? So you've got a, a photo of the Teamsters locals that are outside the fulfillment center. Again, Teamsters Canada. So it is involving the Teamsters up north. I have seen some of the lefty organizations, especially World Socialist website, be skeptical of the Teamsters' involvement in Amazon hiring. Yeah. Uh, wow. Did they re- did they need to replace people from a strike or what? Maybe. Wow. They're, they're growing everywhere. They're taking over the world. So the struggle unionized Amazon is shifting now to Canada. Workers at the YEG-1 facility in Nisku, Alberta, filed a union election on Monday, September 13th. The election could be held in mere weeks, which is great once the labor board, their labor labor relations board approves it. So that's between right. 600 and 800 associates, right? This is This is good news. You could see... Okay, they're being asked to retrieve items every nine to 12 seconds 
and the jobs and wages are threatened when they can't keep up and it's taking a toll on their bodies. Young, fit workers comp complaining about lower back and knee pain. Things they shouldn't be having as they're trying to earn a living. And even if they're paying a living wage of $15 minimum, which I'm sure they are at this point, I believe they're doing that nationwide. Okay, again, this, this comes back to the union busting campaign. Amazon warehouse workers have unionized. Company waged several union busting campaigns. Fend off the drives in North America. Yep, so you had Bessemer, which was shot down, but there are a lot of questions about exactly what went down and there was a lot of threats to the to the people that wanted to unionize <laughs> and there was a lot of fishy business let's call it by amazon in that in that fight and i think everybody there are several publications that have done a really good job calling that out uh left voice i thought was really good they were on the ground just about every day so <clears throat> Are we able to give Nikki mod status yet? No, not yet. What's going on here? Twitch dashboard, <clears throat> you're disappointing me. <clears throat> Can I see it yet? I'm looking right at Radical. For some reason, the, the YouTube streams, yeah, right, decided to not go to your like restream event. Like. What? Like I see the event you made in like the, the hey, modern. like live section of, of YouTube studio. Yes. Right? And like <clears throat> it like didn't go to the one you had set up in YouTube. It went to every other one, went to your Odyssey, went to Twitch, went to everything else with everything right, you know. Oh, but is... it also went on KRTD Media, which you turned off. That's you know? So it so restream messed with me, is what you're telling me. Yeah, something recent. Because I did it right. I know I did it right. So, okay. Yeah. I can type in this well, chat. Oh, how about that? Well, I just figured it out that Nikki's already yeah. modded. But thank you, Bones. Uh, okay, so getting back to our, to our Amazon unionization article. Sorry. All right. As the warehouse filed for a union election, Amazon Canada announced it would hire 15,000 new warehouse workers and raise hourly wages from 16 to between 17 and 21.65 Canadian per hour. Right. That's that's their minimum starting. But still, that's when you're breaking people's backs to do that. By the way, Schwenko defeats Murphy TKO. Um, that nice. type of Continuous improvement is harder to do quickly and nimbly with unions in the middle is what they say. So they're fighting that they don't think that union. Of course, they don't think the unions are the best answer for their employees. Tell me when a company ever has. Teamster Canada's Mo Teamsters Canada's Monet countered that narrative, saying that the union believes Amazon's pay raise came as a direct response to its unionization effort at NISCU. And that its wage hike is misleading because the company also eliminated a monthly bonus scheme that allowed workers to receive extra money for attendance and other productivity furthering behaviors. Nikki Hart, thank you. Claudia! What's up, Claudia? Hi, welcome. Good morning, because Claudia is in Poland. Claudia is OG oh, friend, 18 months now. Love that woman. She's fantastic. 
And where somewhere there somewhere there's a GoFundMe or somewhere that she needs a laptop or a thing fixed and one of these days she was gonna fix up and work on some spooktober graphics for me or so she said and hopefully we can see one of those someday and that would be awesome. Yes, Amazon hired the Pinkertons. Everybody's everybody's dropping emoji and emotes on me. That's that's cool. I don't I don't have the emotes yet set up in my stream, but I guess I'm gonna have to if I'm gonna be doing Twitch stuff. So again, I yeah, love we it. Can, we can figure that out too. That's all Streamlabs stuff, I think. Dosh darn Pinkertons. Yeah, they hired Pinkertons literally like in Bessemer. You're absolutely right. That's pretty amazing. Yep. Oh, that you know what that, that's you know what that sound is. I is. do know what that sound is. Hey Google, stop. That's the Google Overlord saying it's time to Google. It's four twenty somewhere. Really? Yes, and, and yes, it is. It is four twenty somewhere. And it is time for that. I do, that I do have Bong Cam installed. Nice. All right, let's. You know what? While we're while we're doing Bong Cam, let's see if I can actually intelligently tweet this out and get people over to hang out on Twitch, and see if we can get yeah. more than five people or on YouTube. On um, uh, here, I can give you the, um, I can send you the, I can't uh, even get to Twitter. I'm so YouTube late. link that's working. I could do it from my phone. I can give you the YouTube link that's working. I see. It says KRTD news. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go to, yeah, I fixed, I, I fixed the title. I was just going to list I the, fixed the title. I, I was just going to uh, drop the page link and you know, YouTube, YouTube.com yeah. slash IND left news. And that way they can get there and figure out which video it is. Yep. Oh, right there. Uh, there we go. Hey, <laughs> somebody actually just retweeted that. So now I'll retweet and say, come hang out in Twitch chat with I don't understand Mickey why. and Bones. Ah, tweeted. Okay. Now you've been tweeted. Now that you're mods, you can get tweeted like that. Okay, so Monette says Teamsters are building relationships with warehouse workers across Canada. Good news. And coordinating weekly to share information, best practices with union representatives in the U.S. where Teamsters unions have been fighting tax breaks. So now we're coordinating across North America. Excellent. Somebody's... That one works. Why did that one work and the other one work? didn't? Boop, boop. What did I you sent just... you a YouTube link that works, too. Oh, thank you. YouTube link that works. Nice. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm not going to necessarily do anything with that yet, but we may. So, did I miss Boncam while I was like, trying to do my Twitter shit? Uh, no. No, Boncam happened. Oh, okay, uh, no. So, I missed Boncam. Okay. Nice. Bearded Boncam. Now I'm going to make him laugh and blow back into it. That's the next step. Yep. Eventually, we'll install Smell-O-Vision in our OBS. So. Oh, dude, that'd be the greatest ever. Uh -huh. It would be stinky. Yep. It'd be stinky. <laughs> uh, that's pretty uh, funny that it's got the KRTD headline. Grr, KRTD. Everybody subscribe to KRTD Media as well. Shane, good dude. Yep. Joe, and of course, Reef produces all the a lot of the KRTD stuff on his OBS. What? No. What? 
I don't click into buttons behind a curtain. No. So um, we've spoken about the flawed NLRB process, <laughs> problems with which are well documented, with which, oh, that's a tongue twister, and which I have been tested in the Amazon context already, said Teamsters National Amazon Director Randy Corgan. So I guess this guy is responsible under the Teamsters for dealing or addressing Amazon nationally. Interesting. Organizing a labor union is far easier task in Canada than it is in the U.S. Since Canadian labor law has a much strong has much stronger rules against employer interference. At least forty percent of workers must sign a union authorization card in order to apply. The Alberta L LRB then holds a secret ballot election in which a union must receive a simple majority of votes to win. So Teamsters unions in Canada are more dependent from the International Brotherhood of Teamsters with a higher degree of autonomy over locals and greater ability to elect their own leaders. It's really interesting. Uh, Amazon has already set up meetings with NISCU employees to attempt to dissuade them from unionizing. Surprise, surprise. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. While much about organizing in two countries is different, one of the ways in which the new union drive is similar is that like Bessemer that opened in March of 2020, the NISCU warehouse, the uh, NISCU warehouse is a newer facility reaching its one year anniversary just this month. Yeah, employee retention and turnover rate at the young Bessemer facility were among the challenges they were facing in their campaign. People kept leaving. Right. <clears throat> so it's it's hard to keep good people. And it's it especially you know again you're paying 17 18 dollars an hour to start there's no other jobs around really for people to to find they're taking it until they're they basically break down and then they have to get replaced so that's that's why what we're seeing you know what we're seeing what we're seeing there uh, i'm glad they're unionizing hopefully that these employees won't wash out and they'll be taken care of as they have their these physical problems and their working conditions will improve so they don't have these physical problems that's the whole idea yeah. but we're confident if we do this well amazon workers are going to be able to get this union and it would be the first one in north america it would be groundbreaking and it would involve the teamsters you can see a picture of everybody standing outside the facility so yep. that's that that that's pretty badass um and christian smalls from amazon on direct action is is awesome yep i uh, love him he's actually he goes live on instagram as well Workers are starting to wage battles at Amazon warehouses for unionization. And we saw Bessemer, we saw Staten Island 8, and I'm sure Tatiana and Molly are a formidable writing team. They wrote this last um, Sunday, and we did not, again, I curate the show all week, so by Saturday night, the show's pretty much set up and... I saw this and I'm like, oh man, we need we need to put this in and talk about this. <clears throat> because three 
unions are the three warehouses are fighting to unionize okay two in staten island one in bessemer which again we know about so this this is again left voice shout out to left voice for doing some great work this week and over the last couple of years since i've been paying attention to them and thank you to lee camp for turning me on to left voice in the first place i distinctly remember him sharing an article going wow never heard of these guys and the more i i see you know i, I agree with quite a bit of of what they they publish and i really appreciate their coverage and they've got a crack writing team and again i i encourage everybody to uh to subscribe to email alerts and to, to them on twitter on instagram to share their articles Follow them. They're, they're even on YouTube. I don't really see much of their videos in my feed. Maybe I'm not subscribed to them yet. Take a look at that. But Amazon, Bessemer, over 6,100 workers got a ballot yesterday for a mail-in election with a March 25th deadline. So last year, there was an, the effort failed, but there was a massive union-busting campaign by corporate themselves. And again, Left Voice did an amazing job. They had people on on the ground for a month, I believe, in Bessemer before the the vote happened. Um, right, documenting some of the tactics that were used by Amazon corporate, like <clears throat> forcing the workers to attend mandatory anti-union lectures. They pressured the city into changing the timing of the traffic light in order to disrupt organizing efforts. I remember that the organizers were trying to catch the people at the traffic light after they left work and talked to them about the union. And so they got Amazon, uh, the Amazon got the city to change the timing of the light so that they couldn't stand out there and have that conversation. <clears throat> Strong arm, right. the, the postal service, right. They mail, they moved the mail, they installed the mailbox that was explicitly barred in the branded Amazon branded ballot collecting tent, which is illegal. Mm. And the yeah. NLRB determined that because of that, they ordered a new union vote, which is why we're seeing this. It's a year later. They literally delayed this for a year. They made it a whole big, a whole lot bigger spectacle. You know, again, we, and that only got, I believe, sixteen or eighteen percent support. Uh, again, and we're hoping that it's gonna gonna pass and it will get more support. Would it have even had that much support at all if they had drawn this much attention? I don't know. Yeah. How does the um how does the mailbox fuck with stuff? I mean, I know it's been so. The deal is, like, is that the boss so is you know it's it's a it's a company branded tent. Apparently, there was some kind of a right. monitor on who went in there first of all, um, and yeah. then you know based upon that, I'm sure they could look at the ballots and try to back into figuring out who submitted mm. ballots for unionization. Right. So. Again, you've got JFK 8, which was, again, attempted to unionize, but withdrew only to refile in December. And again, you've got Chris Smalls. He's one of the leaders who was fired from protesting Amazon's lack of safety measures. Shout out to Chris Smalls, friend of the show. Follow him on Instagram and follow him on Twitter at Shutdown Amazon. Mm. Amazon is the country's Good second name. largest private employer after Walmart and is notorious for horrendous working conditions. 
And again, talking about some of the extremely hot warehouses without ventilation, talking about how yeah. it's so taxing on the body, the the breaks, how you're literally measured down to the second multiple workers have died on the job at Amazon warehouses. Of course, we know about the six that died in the Kentucky warehouse um, that, that and two died at Bessemer. So we talked, we, we covered that. One suffered a stroke after being told by management that he couldn't leave. And hours later, that worker died. I, I believe we even covered that. Then you had Pashan Brown, who was the, the person that was died. And they don't even know if she died of COVID, but she was testing people with COVID of for COVID. I mean, it's beyond crazy. Um, yeah. So a couple of people that worked directly with him were badly shaken up, wanted to go home. We're not allowed to right here. That so again, strike Tober. They're re they're referencing when we had Kellogg's and John Deere and a lot of these strikes that have since been settled. A lot of them. They didn't get what they had hoped for, and a lot of the things had not quite panned out the right way, but were touted in the mainstream press or even in the labor press as wins because they got minor concessions where the company just said, look, we're not going to fire the employees. That was the concession that were striking, which I right. didn't think was much of a concession. But certainly no. getting those people their jobs back would, would help. I mean, that's the reason why they, they were striking in the first place. But again, you've got dozens of yeah. Starbucks stores that are now filing to unionize. And we call, we've we been covering the great resignation and how I think it's 10% of the entire workforce in the last two years since the pandemic started has quit their job, if not more, or has changed jobs right. or has lost a job. Yep. I think that might even be higher. But again, you've got the disconnect among the working class is also expressing itself in more direct ways through mobilization and action, which is excellent. Okay, again, we support direct worker action in all cases. Amazon warehouses in Chicago walked off the job and they, they were demanding wage increases. And the success at Amazon may unleash a wave of unionization filings, which we're hoping to, to get. So again, as long as these unions are not co-opted, and that is one of the keys, is that you don't want union leadership to end up turning into its own corporate structure that then has to manage the relationship itself and gatekeep for the employees themselves. Okay, here you've got Daquan Smith, who was illegally fired for trying to unionize, which, again, they've been pretty well-known union busters and shout out to Jordan Chariton. I know that he had um, sent me a, a link for a meeting that they filmed where they were not letting uh, union leaders out of a meeting um, where they were talking anti-union right. type of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't remember exactly how that story went. I can I can post a link to that. But here, as far as first Bessemer act, Amazon unionization drive showed to win a union is not enough to rely on Democratic Party politicians and celebrity endorsements. Right. Okay. RWDSU has been, was criticized from their own pages and Jane McAlevey and saying that they had no structure. They had no grassroots movement. 
Because I asked Jane McLeaving, I asked her on Katie Halper's show specifically about that because I was a mod and right. I got the chance to ask that because I'm also a patron of hers. But uh, again, great article by Tatiana and Molly. Tatiana is definitely a member of the All-Star team and Molly is seems to be helping out with some of the background research. I don't know how much one's writing or the other, but there's actually another article... I don't know if it was yesterday or if we're going to cover it tonight, but there's another article that they just recently did as well that I thought was fantastic. So shout out to Tatiana, to Molly, to Left Voice. And uh, that, again, like I said, check out Left Voice. If you're not subscribed to them already, they're they're one of the better publications that I, I prefer to check out. And again, none of them are perfect. All of them have takes that, we, that we're going to disagree with, but... This is one of the better ones out there. I I support them 100%. So, the, um, now... What's up, man? I talked to guys normally in chat. Uh, Oz Whistles. Yes. Right? Dude's over Ireland, UK. Mm -hmm. Right? He, he was talking about the, 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 the you know, their, their guild situations, right? Which are, like, similar to, you know, unions in a way, but much more, like hard-lined into the politics of like the area right mm -hmm. where it's like yeah the builders guild has been around for like centuries you know oh, yeah the trade it's like they've weeded out a lot of like right it's now like ingrained and it's to the point where like yeah they have stuff like apprenticeships and stuff like that that are like royally declared you know like that kind of stuff like there's uh you know, like the the Queen's farrier or whatever needs a replacement. So they teach a bunch of farriers. Like they have whole schools to teach them, you yeah. know? Like Yeah, like apprenticeships but, and like the whole right. I mean, come on, that's that's where all that stuff kind of yep. came from. That comes from like yeah. Um Workers are starting to wage battles at Amazon warehouses for unionization. And we saw Bessemer, we saw Staten Island 8, and I'm sure Tatiana and Molly are a formidable writing team. They wrote this last um, Sunday, and we did not, again, I curate the show all week, so by Saturday night, the show's pretty much set up and... I saw this and I'm like, oh man, we need we need to put this in and talk about this <clears throat> because three unions are the three warehouses are fighting to unionize. Okay, two in Staten Island, one in Bessemer, which again we know about. So this this is again Left Voice. Shout out to Left Voice for doing some great work this week and over the last couple of years since I've been paying attention to them. And thank you to Lee Camp for turning me on to left voice in the first place i distinctly remember him sharing an article going wow i've never heard of these guys and the more i i see you know i, I agree with quite a bit of of what they they publish and i really appreciate their coverage and they've got a crack writing team and again i i encourage everybody to uh to subscribe to email alerts and to, to them on twitter on instagram to share their articles. 
follow them and they're, they're even on youtube i don't really see much of their videos in my feed maybe i'm not subscribed to them yet take a look at that but amazon bessemer over 6100 workers got a ballot yesterday for a mail-in election with a march 25th deadline so last year there was an the effort failed but there was a massive union busting campaign by corporate themselves and again left voice did an amazing job they had people on on the ground for a month i believe in bessemer before the the vote happened um right documenting some of the tactics that were used by amazon corporate like <clears throat> forcing the workers to attend mandatory anti-union lectures they pressured the city into changing the timing of the traffic light in order to disrupt organizing efforts i remember that the organizers were trying to catch the people at the traffic light after they left work and talked to them about the union and so they got amazon uh, the amazon got the city to change the timing of the light so that they couldn't stand out there and have that conversation <clears throat> strong arm right. the, the postal service right they mail they moved the mail they installed the mailbox that was explicitly barred in the branded amazon branded ballot collecting tent which is illegal mm. and the yeah. nlrb determined that because of that they ordered a new union vote, which is why we're seeing this. It's a year later. They literally delayed this for a year. They made it a whole big, a whole lot bigger spectacle. You know, again, we, and that only got, I believe, sixteen or eighteen percent support. Uh, again, and we're hoping that it's gonna gonna pass and it will get more support. Would it have even had that much support at all if they had drawn this much attention? I don't know. Yeah. How does the um how does the mailbox fuck with stuff? I mean, I know it's been so. The deal is, like, is that the boxes, so you know, it's it's a it's a company branded tent. Apparently, there was some kind of a right. monitor on who went in there first of all, um, and yeah. then you know, based upon that, I'm sure they could look at the ballots and try to back into figuring out who submitted mm. ballots for unionization. Right. So. Again, you've got JFK 8, which was, again, attempted to unionize, but withdrew only to refile in December. And again, you've got Chris Smalls. He's one of the leaders who was fired from protesting Amazon's lack of safety measures. Shout out to Chris Smalls, friend of the show. Follow him on Instagram and follow him on Twitter at Shutdown Amazon. Mm. Amazon is the country's Good second name. largest private employer after Walmart and is notorious for horrendous working conditions. And again, talking about some of the extremely hot warehouses without ventilation, talking about how yep. it's so taxing on the body, the the breaks, how you're literally measured down to the second multiple workers have died on the job at Amazon warehouses. Of course, we know about the six that died in the Kentucky warehouse um, that, that, and two died at Bessemer. So we talked, we, we covered that one suffered a stroke after being told by management that he couldn't leave. And hours later, that worker died. I, I believe we even covered that. Then you had Pashan Brown, who was the, the person that was died. And they don't even know if she died of COVID, but she was testing people with COVID of for COVID. I mean, it's beyond crazy. Um, yeah, so 
couple of people that worked directly with him were badly shaken up want to go home we're not allowed to right here that so again strike tober they're re they're referencing when we had kellogg's and john deere and a lot of these strikes that have since been settled a lot of them they didn't get what they had hoped for and a lot of the things had not quite panned out the right way but were touted in the mainstream press or even in the labor press as wins because they got minor concessions where the company just said look we're not going to fire the employees that was the concession that were striking which i right. didn't think was much of a concession but certainly no. getting those people their jobs back would would help i mean that's the reason why they, they were striking in the first place but again you've got dozens of yeah. starbucks stores that are now filing to unionize and we caught we've been covering the great resignation and how i think it's 10 percent of the entire workforce in the last two years since the pandemic started has quit their job if not more or has changed jobs right or has lost a job yep i think that might even be higher but again you've got the disconnect among the working class is also expressing itself in more direct ways through mobilization and action which is excellent okay again we support direct worker action in all cases amazon warehouses in chicago walked off the job and they they were demanding wage increases and the success at Amazon may unleash a wave of unionization filings, which we're hoping to to get. So again, as long as these unions are not co-opted, and that is one of the keys, is that you don't want union leadership to end up turning into its own corporate structure that then has to manage the relationship itself and gatekeep for the employees themselves. Okay, here you've got Daquan Smith, who was illegally fired for trying to unionize, which, again, they've been pretty well-known union busters. And shout-out to Jordan Chariton. I know that he had um, sent me a, a link for a meeting that they filmed where they were not letting uh, union leaders out of a meeting um, where they were talking anti-union right. type of stuff. Um yeah. I don't remember exactly how that story went. I can I can post a link to that. But here, as far as first Bessemer Amazon unionization drive showed, to win a union is not enough to rely on Democratic Party politicians and celebrity endorsements. Right. Okay. RWDSU mm -hmm. has been, was criticized from their own pages and Jane McAlevey and saying that they had no structure. They had no grassroots movement. Because I asked Jane McLeaving, I asked her on Katie Halper's show specifically about that because I was a mod and right. I got the chance to ask that because I'm also a patron of hers. But uh, again, great article by Tatiana and Molly. Tatiana is definitely a member of the All-Star team and Molly is seems to be helping out with some of the background research. I don't know how much one's writing or the other, but there's actually another article... I don't know if it was yesterday or if we're going to cover it tonight, but there's another article that they just recently did as well that I thought was fantastic. So shout out to Tatiana, to Molly, to Left Voice. And uh, that, again, like I said, check out Left Voice. If you're not subscribed to them already, they're they're one of the better publications that I, I prefer to check out. And 
Again, none of them are perfect. All of them have takes that we that we're gonna disagree with, but this is one of the better ones out there. I I support them hundred percent. So the um now what's up, man? I talked to guys normally in chat, uh Oz Whistles. Yes. Right? Dudes over Ireland, UK. Mm-hmm. Right. He he was talking about the 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 you know, their their guild situations right which are like similar to you know unions in a way but much more like hard lined in to the politics of like the area right mm-hmm. where it's like yeah the builders guild has been around for like centuries you know oh, yeah, the trade it's like they've weeded out a lot of like right it's now like ingrained and it's to the point where like yeah they have stuff like apprenticeships and stuff like that that are like royally declared you know, like that kind of stuff. Like there's, uh, you know, like the the queen's farrier or whatever needs a replacement, so they teach a bunch of farriers. Like they have whole schools to teach them. You yeah. know, like yeah, like apprenticeships but, and like the whole. Right. I mean, come on, that's that's where all that stuff kind of yep came from. That comes from like yeah. Um. And it's going to have a theme, and it's going to be, unfortunately, mega union busting. Damn. Okay. All right. So what's going on? So first thing is, Scott Cooper over at Left Voice, he's one of the veterans there. He's been writing over there for a long time, labor movement stuff. They launched an anti-union website. Unreal. So anti-union, okay, sure. Right? So they've they, they've released an anti-union website of its own and advised that people have fun checking it out. Chock full of we're all in this together, partner drivel, right? So as the movement for unionization expands, not all bosses take this carrot and stick approach, but Starbucks has launched its friendly website only days after firing seven union organizers, right? And that that we covered last week, the uh, the Memphis yep. Seven. Yep. So reading through the FAQ, you'd think that they're all about helping employees make an informed decision, right? But it's all about basically saying no and and how and why they should say no. Yeah. So the FAQ begins with their why are they providing this? And it's because they're hearing from union organizers and the bosses are whining that they should hear from mm. us too. Uh-huh. So, hey, how about that? Thanks, boss. Yeah. So Thanks. it doesn't take long to reach much of a pr- provocative question, right? Second on those, what can I do if another partner won't leave me alone about supporting a union, right? Of Un- course. Unbelievable. Like already, they're, it, yes, it can be annoying and you don't want to hear any, ma- if you don't want to hear anymore, uh, but it's still legally yeah. protected. So, it's, so show show kindness and respect already. Like don't be hostile, but, but tell someone. Right. But before encouraging them to rat out their coworkers and providing a phone number at corporate, like who's harassing them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Will they quit working if the union is voted in? Uh, a couple of people that said that they will. Best thing that we can all do is provide the facts and opinions so every partner can make informed decisions, right? This is very corporate yep. speak. This is very washed through legal, coded language. 
that's designed to steer people a certain way. And then they'll have bosses and meetings and, and you know, boss uh, meetings with bosses. And then, um, like, uh, they'll have, they'll announce like, Hey, we're having a, a company wide thing where it's not mandatory to show up, but it's optional. Um, right. And then they'll, they, uh, you know, we had, we saw something early this week where they excluded the union leaders from sitting in on the meeting because they were trying to, to bash the unions. So, yep. NLRB administrative judge ruled that Starbucks had unlawfully retaliated against two Philadelphia baristas who had been working to unionize their location. And this is mm. happening all over, really. Starbucks is doing this, and, and this is the theme that, that we're going to talk about today because it's not just Starbucks that's taking this kind of action. Of course, we've heard in the past about, about some of the others, uh, and, and I've got a couple of other examples here tonight. So again, the NLRB is authorized to stop the unfair practice more immediately, but rarely does so. And what it, it calls excessive yeah. delays. I mean, this this is what's going on. Uh, time-honored attack on union dues, right? They they get their revenue from dues, and that's going to go to to fund the union. So again, it's very anti-union yeah. rhetoric. It's anti-worker rhetoric. It's anti-organizing rhetoric. And yeah. Which makes it anti-worker rhetoric in the in the end because it's 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 pro-capitalism, it's pro-corporate profits. Right. If you tell a worker, "Hey, look, uh, like five dollars out of your paycheck is going to go so that you can we can have lawyers get paid if you need to like, you know, legally combat the company or, you know, so that you get benefits at the end or, you know, any any of those things. Like if you told those people that, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." But if you say union dues. You know, like oh, it scares everybody. It's somehow scary. Well, right. not only that, but there are certain rights and certain things that, that they scare you that you're going to be giving up as yep. a member of a union. So union, right? So we, we certainly don't want to see that. Um, nevertheless, research has proven again that being the member of a union and paying dues associated with a significant premium in pay, even if you're paying dues in this country, and that it's how much a 17 percent median weekly earning over non-unionized workers <clears throat> yeah i don't know about versus versus those that are you know you i guess they're all you know that are in a uh, co-op or other things but again that's non-unionized that's that's part of it but it's associated part with greater it, right. benefits right so that they have job related health coverage but that number is much much lower for non-unionized workers <laughs> yeah yeah this is no, this i mean is it makes sense Pretty substantial article. Yep. Retailers like Target and Walmart have used similar arguments in their own propaganda against unions. I'm a, I'm a big fan right. of Scott Cooper and Left Voice. Like I like I've been saying, they've been doing some excellent work lately. Uh, so so shout out to them for covering what's going on with this Starbucks website. And they did actually he did actually include a link to it. I think that's right here. It's one starbucks.com. We are one Starbucks. I mean, it's it's very flowery corporate speak. Um, it's it's yes, we need we need the protections of unions. Um, you know, the the union in general has more power collectively to fight against management because they can do the one thing that an individual cannot, which is hold out the collective labor from management and stop the profitability of the organization. 
Yeah. So this is, again, what the partner benefits are and how much did, did Starbucks spend on this in alone, just making this website. Yeah. So very interesting. It can take 12 to 13 months for a union. So they're giving you facts. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that there is no opt out. So, you know, it's, 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 it's fear mongering tactics because they don't want right. a union. Um, yep. I, th I think it would be interesting if you actually put it to a vote to the, to the shareholders, to the, to the general shareholders, not to the majority yep. shareholders that actually <laughs> vote as a publicly traded company. I think you'd find that a lot of them actually did, did support a union for the employees. So, yeah. and I, I did hear a couple things about like how somebody wanted you to go into the store and say, we believe in unionizing and you know, say, that's what your name is. Uh, you know, first name is <laughs> we love last name unions. And they're like, if we yell that yeah. out in the store, then we'll get fired. We'll get fined and we'll get in trouble. Like, damn. Okay. So that, that's, what's going yep. on with the Starbucks propaganda. Uh, I'm going to take it off the screen because I don't even want to show it anymore. But the second story here is um, is this REI workers. So, again, oh yeah, yep. REI, another retail outlet where the employees are trying to unionize, and the company, at you know, this is the, the lower Manhattan store, all-star <laughs> Sharon Zhang. Thank you again, Sharon Zhang, doing stellar work as she does every, every week. And, again, nobody gets it all right all the time, but but she's one of the people that, that I trust and rely on for accurate quality data and great articles. And I think that we've got a, several people in here like that this week. Actually, just about everybody we we, we cover. Uh, really, really solid, yeah. solid stuff. Again, we've, we've curated and we've read a ton of mainstream and independent media. And this is, we, we pick one story basically per day at this point, maybe, maybe a second one, but, but, in yep. curating all this, this is this is what we're finding in, in a seven-day stretch, and we're updating this stuff seven days a week. I'm putting out a ton of content. So, again, unionizing REI workers in lower Manhattan launched a petition requesting that they stop its union-busting campaign. Yeah. <clears throat> Soho, they failed to unionize oh. last month, refused to voluntarily recognize the union. Even though they constantly tout its supposedly pro progressive values, right, collaborative working environment, they pulled out intimidation yeah. tactics and other anti-union moves. So, so what are they saying? And here's a link to the petition again. Here's a link in the chat to the article itself. I'll drop that in there. Okay. So in the petition, they're saying that the employer has been forcing workers to attend anti-union meetings, company executives, like like I was exactly talking about, where they kind of discourage you. But there's nothing on the record. Uh, they have you yep. attend these mandatory <laughs> meetings. Uh, sometimes it's a one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes it's in a group setting where there's a manager talking in front of a whole group of, of people that are at similar or multiple levels. Uh, Anti-union flyers are getting handed out. I know there's been stuff about, uh, placed in, in company bathrooms. Yeah, right. they filed for representation with the retail, wholesale, and department store union, which is what the Amazon workers I remember were were trying to also uh, organize through. That's the RWDSU. So again, though the company touts that it's a co-op, employees say management doesn't hold true to its values, to its purported values at least. Right. Right. So 
much like Starbucks is. Oh, oh, they need union representation, unsafe working conditions, a tangible shift in culture at work that doesn't seem to align with the values that brought most of us here. Right. right? Again, I'm not sure if that's that's protective gear or time off for sick time or more to take care of family if they have gotten sick or time off if you have the effects of the jabby jab if you decide to go get one um right to all of us that means employees uh need a seat at the table and again so they're trying to unionize rather than just just co-op which also is interesting but what they're yeah. saying is is that as a co-op they're not really it's really structured more top down and the bosses are getting the um the the lion's share of the say and they're not being properly represented so again progressive customer has been frustrated 25 minute on its anti-union website another one that had an anti-union website similarities yeah. to starbucks see again and sharon's all over it she knows right there REI's is chock full of misinfo about unions, contains vague threats about how any union what I'd like to what I'd like to see her do is actually go through and point by point take apart what misinformation and vague yeah, vague threats about how any union contract made of cutting hours or benefits, or that again, it's final. Yeah. So, so that that's yeah. what's going on at REI. And then We've also got our friends and our, our not-so-much friends. Amazon's anti-union scare tactics. What are they doing? Yep. Right. Probably, uh, I'm betting a website. Well, it's it's more than that, but yes. They, <laughs> they, they said they might try to cut pay to the minimum wage if workers vote in favor of unionizing. I, I don't even know how they could do that. I mean, not with state and federal laws. Big shout out to right. Kenny Stansel. He's been knocking it out this week. He had like four or five articles that made the top top seven or eight. And that's uh, uh that every day. That's pretty, pretty solid this week out of seven days. So, um, again, during a mandatory well, just... anti-union meeting Wednesday. Again, man mandatory. That's what they're doing to these guys. And I think this is yeah. a Staten Island. This is one of the Staten Island... Um, warehouses but this union buster said that the negotiation phase of the process is called collective bargaining and in the in the negotiation there are no guarantees you could end up with better the same or worse than you already have so again they're saying that they're going to actually lose ground potentially collective bargaining which traditionally has not really happened jfk8 yeah. like i said it's it's a sprawling one in, in staten island we've we've covered jfk8 and we covered that three, yep. three Amazon warehouses are currently in the in the process of of attempting to unionize. Yep. Um, I'll tell them. you, Chris Legion did a phenomenal video about uh, the the hidden ways that corporations union bust and discourage union unionization among their employees, um, and yeah. how they punish people that even talk about it. Right. So. Right. Again, supporting all the workers, exposing that that this union busting is happening, and that corporations are afraid. The reason why they're doing this is because they're afraid. They're discouraging their workers from from organizing and from collectively bargaining with them, 
And look at that. ALU is led by our friend Chris Smalls, friend of the show. Former employee of JFK, JFK aid was fired after he organized a, walk, a walkout protest almost two years ago. Can you imagine? We've been following Chris Smalls' life and story. And Chris Smalls has been a, a crazy, you know, and an, a passionate activist out there for almost two years at this point. That's just remarkable. I mean, we heard about yeah. him because he was talking about how there was no protective gear in the Amazon warehouses and he wasn't going to stand for it. And it's, it's really frightening and they did nothing to really protect him and, and protect the people in the warehouse. And in the end he ended up being fired. Okay, mostly for being yeah. mouth, for, for being a mouthpiece and for speaking out against the company and for being a whistleblower. Again, more than 100 workers are organizers for the independent union. They filed nearly two dozen complaints with the NLRB alleging that they illegally threatened employees. Loss of pay. This is what happened in Bessemer. We know about all of this. We talked about this last month. And again, yeah. NLRB throughout the settlement uh, throughout the results of the election because of the amount of influence that the company had tried to illegally impart on the process and on the outcome of the election. Where well, I believe only about 16 or 17% of the total employees voted at all. And then they got a yeah. terrible, terrible showing on top of it. Right? Yeah, they got so, crumbs pretty much, if anything. So, um Again, it is illegal for employers to prevent, interfere with, or retaliate against any employee's unionization efforts. Have to go <clears throat> be 100% clear. This is illegal. Yep. Who's going to enforce it? And that's what the company's counting on, that they've bought all the jailers. They've bought all the cops on the street. Here, make the threat and try to walk it back, but once you poison the well, you can't take it back. Doesn't mean the threat wasn't made and heard by all. Yeah, great. Okay, it's it's just like when you say something in front of a jury and it's like strike that from the record. Great, jury still heard it. Yeah, yeah. And it just means that in the future, when somebody reads about the case, they can't read what the jury actually was influenced by. It's actually kind of bad in a lot of ways. Um, right. So again, this keeps going. Great job, Kenny. I'm hopefully again. I'm I'm trying to get them. Uh, the, the Common Dream staff for some interviews uh, on upcoming Friends of Indie Left, and I've reached out to them, and we started to have some conversations, so look for that hopefully in the upcoming future. But I'm a huge fan of this outlet. The, you know, look, again, not everyone is perfect. Some of them have takes and, and angles that we're going to disagree with, but this is one, one of the best ones out there, and they routinely, on a daily basis, put out quality stories, and they, in my opinion have the best overall writing staff of seven, eight, ten people when you collectively add them up together. Just every single one of them, top quality, great, great content, great takes, and, and great writing. So shout out to Common Dreams. And we're going to have a couple more Common Dreams articles coming up. But that's the end of our labor segment. And we covered labor a bunch last week. This is more union bustings that's happening. And I think everybody really needs to hear about this. And again, it's not just Amazon, yeah. it's Starbucks, it's REI, it's a lot of these Fortune 500 companies that are just scared because their union, their, their employees are actually getting together and saying, "We deserve better. We're not gonna, we're not gonna take this anymore." So.
friend of the show is Chris Smalls. Ah, wrong one. Oh, I love him. So Chris Smalls found himself. I'm sorry, Warren, for your eyeballs. I don't know what happened. I had these open in dark mode. Chris, Chris, Chris Smalls found himself arrested this week. So three or three union organizers, including Amazon union president, Chris Smalls, were arrested for trespassing. And what were they doing? They were bringing pizza. To the, to, and they were talking, this is outside JFK 8 warehouse in Staten Island. According to Business Insider, I won't go to Business Insider, they're corporate mainstream media. I'm not a big fan of their stuff. <clears throat> but not the first time police have been called to this particular warehouse. They've been giving Chris a hard time. And I actually was alerted to this because... Jordan Chariton was over and had a cameraman over at the warehouse live while the, while he was talking to the cops. So I was able to kind of get this on the on the, the live feed. This is a five minute and 50 second video. And um, he's just sitting there talking with them most of the time. I can share this and unmute it for a second. Let me... This is where it actually starts to get physical. What is the charge? I'm not a trespasser, but I'm a visitor. I'm a visitor. In 10 seconds. Cipriano, if you do that, if you if you attack him, that will be... He's putting hands on me. He's putting hands on me. No. He's a worker. He does his job. What are you doing? Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Put your hands off of him. Okay, he's a worker. So we got Chris Smalls and and the camera person who actually is an Amazon employee himself. He's an invited guest on the property. Amazon didn't want him there. They called the cops. This, again, this has been an ongoing thing. And that's one of the things that they were talking about. The arrest came after the food was given in the break room. Okay, we were just giving out free grilled chicken and pasta to all the workers in the break room. The arrest came right after they were done. GM said they came out, said they were calling the cops. I mean, so once he got out, you know, I'm free and I'm not stopping. He's telling everybody to unionize. Big fan, big supporter, Chris. I sent a message of solidarity. He sent me DM that night, said he was okay. Um, and then there was this article that I found in Reuters that night. Well, it turns out that Amazon has been accused of violating labor law for what they did in calling the cops and having Chris arrested as a labor leader. And I don't know if anybody's, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that some people have, have already talked about this part of it, but that, okay, workers are voting to unionize on March 25th. So they're trying to get people into, you know, to support this union. And of course, Amazon has been fighting this every step of the way. We've, we've been covering, again, the unfair labor practices. Now, this is specifically a charge with regard to 
trying to stop an organizer, I believe. Okay. Uh, Brett Daniels and Jason Anthony arrested on Wednesday in retaliation for their involvement with the union. Christian Smalls previously worked at the warehouse and was fired, of course, we know in March of 2020 after COVID started. Okay. Amazon spokesman said that the settlement pertains to the rights of employees to solicit on the company's property, and we did nothing to stop employees from soliciting. Shady, shady. Again, they just don't want their employees to organize and to actually look. The RWDSU filed charges with the NLRB accusing them of unlawfully interfering in the election. And you can see that right here. And that was, again, in Bessemer. So that also continues. So Daniel Wiesner uh, for... Reuters, again, not a huge fan of corporate news, and we know that these guys are one of the mouthpieces for imperialism, but they, I have to say that they're at least following the story, and they at least have the budget to be able to do so. So solidarity with Chris Small, solidarity with the with the Amazon workers. Uh, this, this is a rough, rough situation. Again, I want, I want to see them unionize. I want to see Amazon held to account. I want to see Amazon take care of its people. What do you think, Nolly? What do you, I know I know you're a fan of Chris. I am, I am. And you know, the thing that really infuriates me is the fact that they do the the he was searched four different times. Mm -hmm. Nobody else, just him. Yeah. They deliberately mess with people who are once once you're a target, you're a target. And I don't care if a cop says, I don't know you from Adam, nine times out of ten, they're lying to you. Yeah, they know exactly who you are, what you've been up to, and probably who you're doing. Hmm. You know, it's it's ridiculous the amount of information that they are privy to, and they get into that information even when they're not supposed to. Like they will run your plates in when they're they're not when you haven't broken the law. They're not allowed to do that. They are not allowed to do that. They have to have cause to run your plates. Sure. Yeah. And, wow. But they do it anyway, and you know that's that's how so many people get stopped for stupid crap like driving on a suspended or whatever, which is no longer a thing here here in the state that I'm in. Which thank God, um, if you hmm. can't pay your fine, they can't take your license because you couldn't pay or because you didn't show up to court. The only way they can do that is if it is a crime. If there is a victim. So all the people who, um, if you're in Washington state, there's a few other states that have done it, check your local laws because they have recently changed them in several states, including mine, um, to where you can go back and get your driver's license, even if you have unpaid tickets. Oh, wow. So don't risk stupid shit um, by not having insurance or whatever and risking an accident. Go get your damn license back if you can. If it's just if it's a, if it's because you didn't show up to court or it's because you couldn't pay your fines, they have to give it back to you. Hmm. Wow. They actually found it to be unconstitutional to do that. Amazing. And it uh, it also um does a lot of harm and and affects like the people um of lower class or of of lower income the most. So, your states, I think there's 12 states now that have um enacted these new laws. So um, your state could be one of them. What yeah. they're doing, what they're doing to Chris is is disgusting, and um, I'd like to 
I'd like to say it's going to stop, but I'm worried it's only going to get worse. Amazon mm. labor. Ooh. So now, hell, Amazon defeated New York City, unionize everywhere, right? So we've got a socialist alternative article, and this was actually written by an Amazon worker on April 2nd after they voted yes. So I thought it was really important to get the voice of an actual Amazon worker out there because you hear so many people talking, but I really don't hear very many people talking to people that go into these warehouses and drive the trucks and do this stuff. Actually, the trucks are outsourced, but the yep. people who are working in the warehouses and picking every day. Okay. And right. so this is, again, their words. This decisive result proves once and for all that the richest and most powerful companies in the world can be defeated. Workers are fed up with the deplorable working conditions and wages that allow Jeff Bezos to become the richest man in the world, launching himself into space in July last year, which is three months after the major union drive in Bessemer was defeated in April. Amazon's greed and arrogance finally met a rude awakening. So, again, here, let me put this link in chat. I want everyone to go and give that like a like and a follow and... Look this this random Amazon person up um, and share this on behalf of the voice of the workers at Amazon. They're now heading into this April 25th vote at the neighboring LDJ5 facility All right, with a huge amount of momentum. However, Amazon will continue to play dirty and use everything at their disposal to throw up results, gum up the legal process, and undermine the fight for a strong contract at JFK 8, which begins immediately. Has already begun. All right, because this was, again, was eight days ago. The company announced their opening line of attack minutes after the election in a statement accusing the NLRB of tipping the election ALU's favor, referencing complaints filed to the board alongside the National Retail Federation and Chamber of Commerce. And that's one of the things that I'm about to, to also cover is one of the ways that they're trying to go at Chris Smalls and at this union. Again, Amazon right. leads by razor tight margin in Bessemer. That's also last year they manipulated this so badly, and we covered that last year that they were had they, they were forced by the NLRB to do a do-over because of their union busting tactics. And there were a there were scores of union busting tactics that were un that were unearthed. So this is no time to pull back. We need to keep up the pressure. $30 hourly wage. Absolutely. Again, talking to my to, to my boomer father about $15 an hour wage and he at least, he even will admit that he that $15 is not enough really to live on in in today's society and and that he's got friends that that's that's what they spend in a day is 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 what these people is is what 30 15 or $30 an hour people make in a week uh, that's $600 a right. week they'll spend $600 in a day playing golf and going out to dinner yeah. and and but to not think that everybody is at least deserve you know sh should have the freedom and the time to be able to earn a living wage so that they can spend time with their family and still be able to to work a respectable job i mean it there is the money there it's it's in a lot of cases it's it's straight up greed and it's it's people who are extreme haves just giving the have nots just enough to live and starving them out for the rest yeah. which is not how it's not a sustainable society. ALU nope. has a special responsibility. Again, this is this is somewhat long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. 
All right, I will say, I will go right to the end and say the decisive victory at JFK 8 in Staten Island may well be a catalyst to organizing it Amazon, logistics industry as a whole, and even well beyond, combined with the ongoing struggle for a union at Starbucks. Today's victory could be a major turning point for the labor movement and lay the basis for a mass wave of unionization in the months and years ahead, but building on it will require drawing the right lessons from the struggle so far. The incredible courage of the JFK workers will be a continual source of inspiration to workers across the country and the world. And let's go out and organize the unorganized and unionize Amazon everywhere. So great that he wrote this for Socialist Alternative. Um, love that. Long, long piece again, but so worth it to, to hear his thoughts. And the fact that only a thousand people have read this is kind of shameful. I want to see that number increase, mm -hmm. and this should be seen by millions because we need to hear the voices of the people that go into that warehouse every day and do the work. They need to have a voice, yep. and thankfully mm -hmm. they now have one. And thanks to our friend, that guy, Christian Smalls. He's one of the leaders who ha who stood up early on in pandemic, who now is the president of the Amazon Labor Union and has now said, and now this was on in truth out, during the week, again, Sharon Zhang, Truth Out, member of the All-Star team, one of the best writers out there. Follow her, Zhang underscore Sharon, on, on Twitter. April 5th, this was published. Again, Amazon Labor Union, Christian Smalls wrote on Twitter, workers at over 50 locations had contacted the union since their win about unionizing. <clears throat> Huge. Mm. Union won by over 500 votes, but it was still pretty tight. And now there's a couple of things that have happened in the immediate wake of that. Again, Chris says we want to thank Jeff Bezos for going to space because when he was up in there, we were signing people up. Look at Lowe. He's so great. Yeah. You know, congrats. You should go check out, you know, the full clip from INN where we covered this too. Yep. It's pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They did a whole, um, they did cover this in depth. And I don't want to cover it because Reef and the guys did cover it on, on, Tuesday, but I did want to do a follow-up to what's happening now. So, Amazon accusing the union, uh, the, the NLRB, of interfering and acting, and acting on behalf of the union too much, and, and here you go. It's But what's even worse is surrounded by mutual accusations of misconduct, which there was definitely on the Amazon side, but this guy, I kind of, again, I'm not a big fan of using mainstream publications However, Forbes, in this case, yeah. did a really good job of summarizing it. So what happened on Friday? Mm -hmm. They filed a sheaf of objections with the NLRB, accusing them of suppressing the vote by providing only three boots for over 8,000 potential voters and of applying a double standard to pro-union and anti-union T-shirts. Give me, really? T-shirts? When they prevented and suppressed the word union from going in the app, when they made their people actually yeah. sit through meetings and hear Amazon further accused the labor organizers of threatening employees if they voted against the union. And of course, they had to go down that this is as low as it comes, bribing employees with marijuana. Right. First of all, you didn't have to bribe anybody <clears throat> with weed to join a union at work, dude. Give me a break. This is an absolute right. also, smear. This is the thugging. Also, have they Go seen ahead. how weed works? Do they right. do they know that like bribing someone with weed is going to get them to not do anything? It's beyond going to get on the couch for a while. And it's and it, and it's a like, and it's a racist dog whistle that happened by a bunch of white people that run this company. Mm -hmm. All right, don't think that we don't see it, and we're not calling that nonsense out right there. 
All right. This is this is the hoodlum and his marijuana that he's offering to give to the workers. And of course, they're going to take it and they'll do whatever he wants because he's the Pied Piper. Give me a break. That is nonsense. Yeah. Garbage. All right. NLRB spokesperson confirmed spokesperson confirmed the board had received their objections, but that all NLRB enforcement actions against Amazon have been consistent with their with the board's mandate to enforce the NLR Act. All right. Amazon has a history of jousting with the NLRB, which in December resolved six cases with the board agreeing to notify its workers, oh, that they have the right to sort uh -huh. or join a union, meaning that they had not done that before. Oh, Amazon's acting on the up and up. Sure. That the company can't penalize them for legally protected organizing activities, which clearly they were doing because otherwise they wouldn't have had to admit that, yes, we can't do these things. This, this has got me so heated and so fired up and so angry because of what they're doing and how they're trying to come at the workers because the workers finally got a victory and that's never allowed to happen. All right. Yeah. New York Times reported Amazon had forbidden employees at Staten Island Warehouse from staying in company break rooms or parking lots, a measure that would have made organizing uh, significantly more challenging and was explicitly forbidden by the company's December agreement with the NLRB. And then again, this is this is quite in depth. Uh, this will be in the show notes. I will drop drop this in the chat. And I'm not a big fan again of Forbes and of the narratives and everything else they put out. But I did want to mention that this is the narrative that they're trying to put out right now against the workers. This is how they're coming at Chris right now. We have to stand strong with him, and we have to call out this garbage. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't need to give people weed to organize yeah. a union. <clears throat> this is jo this is a joke. Right. Couldn't make me well, angry. And the fact that they even like allow them to voice that, like you gave them what it's like, yeah, now every anti-union person is going to be saying that forever. Yep. You know, you didn't even have to put that in the article. Like, nope. You know, and, and again, to Washington to boomer, Post, you know, is going to have that. The one thing that my boomer dad knew about what happened with Amazon. Oh, you hear that the guy tried to give his, the employees weed? Weed? I said, like, first God of all, forbid. you smoke weed, so that's a good thing. Yes. And, and second right. of all, and second of all, yeah, that's how they're trying to smear this guy. I said, I know this guy. I've been it's medicinal connected to for this the guy. I've PTSD been... of working at Amazon. Uh, forget about like, any of that. You know. Forget about where it's legally allowed and everything else. But mm -hmm. it's the whole thing is, but just using that. That smear because right. they know that that the old people again. This is reefer madness over and over again, and it's the yep. fear fear of the of the green planet again. You see me, I'm uh, mm -hmm. I'm the bong father. I certainly have no fear of a green planet, and that's one of the things that made me so damn angry about this. That as widely accepted right now as as the cannabis industry is becoming, something like this is being used to hold that entire movement back. And again, we're calling this out. Reefer. That's right. The fucking reefer. Thank you, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Fucking reefer. The fucking reefer. Um, yeah, it's, that's dumb. That's just dumb nonsense. Like, you know. But you know everyone should go check out... Uh, I put it in chat, the open letter to Chris Smalls that we made. People should share that around. Tag him on Twitter. I don't care. I DM'd do, it to Do him. what you will with that. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Make, you know. Let's make sure he sees this and hears this. You know, essentially what Reef is doing is doing an open call to say, don't sell out. Don't forget about the people behind behind you, the people who amplified you. And come down to some of these independent channels and, hey, 
we have friends of Indy left. We'll be right. happy to interview you. And uh, INN News would certainly love to hear to, to hear about what's next and get some guidance on organizing and some of the tactics and things and and speak speak to the community that helped lift you up and stood behind you when nobody else would. And uh, you drew some yeah. similarities. Again, I I encourage everybody to watch to go watch this video on on INN News, um, and that's on Indy News Network on um, on YouTube. And yep. you can go to the I put it in chat up above a little yep. bit. Go in chat at Get Indie News on Twitter, and you'll be able to uh, also find that on Indie News Network's Twitter account. And this is where you want yes, to talk sir. about labor? Let's hear from labor. Let's hear from labor. Like our friend Shadow uh-huh. talked about. It's an attack against all workers. A fired Amazon union worker speaks out, and I wanted to amplify his story, which was in Left Voice, Tristan Leone, or Tristan Lyon, uh, and you'll be able to see a picture from of him right here. That's him. I know that guy back there. You know that guy? I do know that guy. <laughs> I do know that guy. So... This man is Tristan Lyon. I am Tristan Lyon, and I've been organizing in Amazon for a union for about a year. Been organizing to fight for job security, better pay, better breaks, and overall to make Amazon a better a job where people would like to stay. I was just recently fired because I took up this fight together with hundreds of my coworkers. Workers of JFK Eight Workers were the first. Were the first to win. You were the first union at an Amazon facility in the country to win. That victory not only helped me and my coworkers become a more organized force to fight for what we we want at the job, it also showed workers around the country that they could win unions for themselves. This win for the workers has clearly been a nightmare for people like Jeff Bezos, who profit off exploiting the workforce, just as we exploited, just as we're exploited at our facility in Staten Island. Don't forget, because of our work, Amazon made $33 billion in 2021. Day Amazon fired me. They had me work almost the whole day, then sent me home, telling me not to return. Even when targeting me, they made sure to get every last bit of work out of me that they could. Ever since we won the union to our facility, Amazon has gone out on the has gone on the offensive against union organizing. We just saw this with the intense union busting campaign at the LDJ five facility, right across the street, and that mm-hmm. vote failed. We also saw this with the case of Matt, an organizer at the DYY6 in Staten Island, who was also fired. The NLRB determined recently that Amazon's anti-union meetings were totally illegal. These firings aren't about whatever bull their PR team comes up with. They fired us because we were fighting for a union and because Bezos is scared of workers organizing for their rights. My firing is not only an attack against the ALU, It's an attack against all workers who are organizing unions everywhere. We see this with Starbucks, where organizers are also being fired. Shout out to the Memphis 7. Amazon doesn't even want to recognize the union at JFK 8. We cannot let the bosses do what they want and terminate us for trying to improve our working conditions. We cannot let them isolate us and pick us off one by one in the shadows. This fight must be made for all workers who are fighting for unions. They fight alongside me and my union at the ALU, as do we. 
No more retaliation against union organizers. No more wrongful terminations. No more union busting. All while Christian Smalls is trying to get the supposed PRO Act to pass in Congress, right? And I don't know if you caught Franco's discussion with uh, our executive producer, Shadowban. Uh, He's the associate you producer. Know. Get, calm down, I'm the executive producer. Whatever. Relax. I put the stories together. Okay. He's an AP. That's good. Uh huh. He's all good. We love him. Um, I'm going to demote him to best boy here in a minute. <laughs> um, but no, he was talking about like how the PRO Act essentially makes, um, you know, it essentially forces you to be part of the AL, AFL-CIO, right? Which we all know that they're that that organization's anti-union at this point um, they sure act like it i think he was wanting he would have rather had repealing of taft hardy partly something like that partly yes if i can remember if my stoner brain can go back that far dude you got a pretty good stoner brain um, i have to say yeah I got one more story, um, and and I then we get to some boats, and it's another union story, another worker story, and this one is written by the Amazon workers themselves for Popular Resistance. And this was published on August 11th. Urgent appeal for unity and mass action against union busting. We've been talking about this. Yep. So. Here's a group of our friends, the Amazon workers in LA. This is from Reuters. They put this out. And again, this was written by Amazon workers, and I love showcasing the workers themselves, and I love hearing the voice of the people that are actually in the field and in the warehouses and in the trucks driving and that are actually working for Amazon. This is who we need to be talking talking to and hearing from, and we're going to be very soon. I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit. The national wave of organizing and militancy spearheaded by Starbucks workers and Amazon workers is the biggest upsurge in worker organizing since the 1930s and 40s. The organizing wave has spread to Trader Joe's, Chipotle, Apple, REI, and a growing list of chain stores and industries, like we just talked about. However, this uprising of workers, which holds the potential of not only saving the labor movement, but transforming it, is under life-threatening attack. We must unite in defense of these brave young workers that are the vanguard of this transformative worker struggle. We propose these dates for coordinated mass actions across the country. September 5th, Labor Day. Organize a presence at Labor Day marches or organize your own, i.e. Amazon and Starbucks workers are planning to march in New York City, both to Bezos' house and to Howard Schultz's apartment. On Thursday, September 8th, they're planning a national virtual planning meeting for the days of coordinated mass actions. So everybody can dial in and that'll be like a, well, it's probably not going to be Zoom because it's host, Zoom is hosted on Amazon web servers, but there will be a, a webinar for people to dial into. On Thursday, September 29th, there's National Coffee Day, which is often promoted by Starbucks. They want to create a direct action for Coffee Day. And then on October 1st, which is the six-month anniversary of the Amazon Labor Union election victory and International Coffee Day. These are some of the milestones that they want to organize for. The national wave of organizing and militancy spearheaded again by Starbucks workers and Amazon workers. I got that one. Got that one. 
From their corporate boardrooms down to their worksite managers, Starbucks and Amazon are engaged in an outright war to crush the organizing wave. No surprise here. Puppies, what? Wait. No, I don't, have, I don't have kitties here. Squirrel. I thought somebody said puppies. And I was going to say kitty, but I don't have Warren Kitty over here for some reason. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Starbucks is firing union organizers, closing stores, cutting workers' hours, and denying pro-union workers wage increases and benefits. Starbucks workers are fighting back. Starbucks Workers United is still winning union elections all over the country and flexing its muscles with walkouts and strikes. Woohoo! Shout out Starbucks United. Amazon is determined to overturn the historic April 1st Amazon labor union victory in New York City and crush the ALU. At the same time, new ALU chapters are forming around the country. The Amazon workers in North Carolina have formed Carolina Amazonians United for Solidarity and Empowerment, CAUSE, and are getting stronger every day. Amazon workers everywhere, including Amazonians United and the RWDSU in Alabama, are coming together in spite of their different approaches to organizing. However, in order for these groundbreaking battles to defeat union busting, immensely greater forces must join together and strengthen them. Howard Schultz and Jeff Bezos are this year's poster boys for union busting, but efforts to crush the workers' uprising are by no means limited to Starbucks and Amazon. Wall Street and the U.S. capitalist class are fully behind this war to destroy a new workers' movement before it spreads further. Our response to this threat must be equal to the danger. It's going to require a level of mass solidarity and mass mobilization in defense of workers on the front line greater than anything we've ever seen in our lifetimes. Unified organizing and widespread mass solidarity is absolutely central to the continuation of this historic transformation of the working class movement. At stake is nothing less than the long-awaited and necessary evolution of a more of, of the working class movement from its present weak state to a more radical, militant, inclusive, and class-wide movement that is led by rank-and-file workers, is not dominated by business unionism, is not dependent on or subservient to the Democratic Party, and views all struggles as workers' struggles, including the fight against racism, access to abortion, the anti-war struggle, a struggle to stop climate disaster, and the struggle for LTB, LGBTQ2S plus rights. That's a new one. I don't know what that 2S is, but mm -hmm. I know all the other ones. I don't either. Okay, I just heard echo. Would you just do different? Nothing. Okay. Also, is a vital part of the struggle against evictions and all community struggles. We talked about that recently. I've been helping somebody who's been struggling with eviction herself. Prioritizes, yep. prioritizes the most oppressed workers, including migrant workers, also who wants to be part of a militant global workers' movement and is strong enough to smash the threat of fascism. A growing section of the left is now engaged in varying levels of solidarity work with these critical workers' struggles, but as of yet, the less commitment to this struggle is alarmingly insufficient. While some of the organized labor movement are taking the need for solidarity against union busting seriously, unfortunately, most of the top leadership of the labor movement remain unmoved by this threat and have focused on electoral politics and reliance on the Democratic Party. This is not good, and it must change. Now's the time to intensify the pressure to compel that change.
and there's a petition and a website that you can sign on to to get involved so you know drop that in the chat now link url all right so everybody can sign up and join i've already registered my email address of course there and uh solidarity with all these workers now there is a little bit of an update to this story which um was sent to me tonight by a new friend um let me just go grab that real quick on twitter he tweeted it to me and then i'll open up the article but there was an article in world socialist website published a couple days ago Less bones. What? Don't get distracted. No, uh, less. Okay. Don't get distracted. Hold on. I'm looking for the thing. You right can do now. it. I'm looking for it. I'm here. Right there. I got it. I got it. But I saw the other thing and I'm like, whoa, what's that? But okay. Uh -huh. okay. Uh, That's why I said don't get distracted. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'm just going to show you the headline here. Um, we're not going to go through the whole article, but real quick. This is a concern. Amazon labor union yep. suspends unionizing efforts in New York as Amazon continues its legal bid to overturn the election at JFK warehouse. This was published four days ago in world socialist website. Yep. <clears throat> Why? To focus on the lawsuit. even though the NLRB has already held hearings and they'll make a decision within weeks. So remains to be seen what's going on here. Uh, WSWS condemns Amazon challenge of the vote and demands that the democratic will of Amazon workers be respected. And again, I have mixed, mixed feelings about world socialist website. Uh, they've done some really good stuff. Also some stuff that I'm not crazy about, but um, here they're talking about that they're yet not they are not doing very great since August since April 1st and you know that they would support union ALU announced that it would support unionization facilities in all these other locations Albany and Campbellsville and Chris pledged to give two workers at two locations whatever they need and said they'd become formal chapters of the ALU. Um, and again, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there also. And um, stay tuned here. But this mm -hmm. is this was a really upsetting development to, to read today when I heard about this. But yep. we're... Uh, we're continuing to track and follow the story. So, we have got what's going on with Amazon? Jesus Christ. Fucky, fucky, fucky. Jesus Christ. So, in a good thing, Amazon workers in Albany file a petition to unionize. Yay! Here we go. Hey, another Sharon Janger. Well, I love Sharon Jang. She's awesome. So, Here's the workers in rally. This was at the Staten Island LDJ, LDJ5 uh, rally that unfortunately our friends uh, AOC and Bernie happened to be at that, that did not lead to a victory, but 
still happen. <laughs> Amazon mm. workers near Albany have officially filed a union petition with the NLRB to join the ALU after workers, you know, after workers announced that their union campaign last month, according to the NLRB. If the workers are successful, they'll form the company's second ever union, joining the Staten Island union uh, workers who voted to unionize in March after a groundbreaking union led by ALU and independent union. According to the NLRB, the filing covers about 400 employees at the ALB1 warehouse. Unionizing employees need to gather signatures from at least 30% of the union unit in order to qualify for a union election. In order to win the union, more than half the vote will have to be for the union. Like other Amazon workers who filed to unionize, workers are seeing better working conditions and higher pay. What a surprise. The main concerns I hear from workers about wages and safety, Heather Goodall, a lead union organizer in the campaign, told the Washington Post. Besides that, there's no job security. There's no way to rest on a 15-minute break. Workers want to be able to use the bathroom freely. Right. So when ALU announced the union campaign in July, the union wrote that, quote, Amazon has exploited us for too long. The only way we can pressure Amazon into treating us with respect is by uniting and forming a worker-led union. Well, we'd love to see the workers seize the means of production. So this is a good first step. The company has tried to pressure workers against voting for the union by posting anti-union flyers messages on TV screens in the warehouse. Really? Come on. It's also held meetings that ran a slideshow with misleading claims that, that unions are a business that sell a service. Union lawyers so far have filed at least five unfair labor practice charges against the company and have accused it of illegal union busting. What a surprise. Right. The company said in a statement that, quote, it's opposed to unionization for its employees and that its focus remains on working directly with our team to continue making Amazon a great place to work. Yeah. Talk to some of the people in the warehouses because they won't tell you the same thing. At least not when the cameras are watching. No. If, the if the filing is certified by the NLRB, the Albany warehouse will be the fourth in the company to undergo a union vote. Another Staten Island area warehouse seeking to join ALU voted against unionizing in May after the company led a fierce union busting campaign. And of course, politicians got involved. In March, yep. in March, Bessemer, Alabama, Amazon workers vote to join the RDSU or WDSU ended up being too close to call with hundreds of contested ballots that are still being investigated by the NLRB. This was the second election for the Bessemer workers. Last year, the NLRB ordered a rerun election for the warehouse after finding that Amazon had illegally interfered with the union campaign. I know we covered that extensively too. I mean, that was just, that was yeah. gross. They were literally stopping people. They changed the patterns on the traffic lights so that the union leaders could not stop the people at the traffic light to ask them questions about unionizing. That's how far they went. They worked with the leaders of the town to change the traffic light pattern. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the, the first unionized warehouse is in limbo as the Labor Board reviews Amazon's objections to the union's win in Staten Island at JFK 8, delaying the bargaining process. Amazon's been cracking down on the union inside the warehouse in the meantime, firing several worker organizers and refusing to recognize the union. Wow, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And now I want to talk about my friend Matt. This well, guy. You'll get a chance soon. No, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Matt soon, but but we we posted up a tweet. I posted up a tweet. Originally Lucy got 
Chris Smalls' attention about a week and a half ago um, about his trip to L.A. And he responded by saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm organizing and whatever. And I said, look, Chris, uh, we've been trying to talk to people at the union, anybody, whether it's you, is there anybody besides you, Derek, Angela, Angelica, whatever, name, uh, uh, or your assistant, who you've put us in touch with that we can talk to. We'd love to talk to some of the workers, some of the leaders uh, at different warehouses around the country. Um, we want to learn how we can help and what we can do. And this, thank goodness, this this gentleman, this this great dude stepped up and said, yeah, I'll talk to you. I'd love to. And we set up a meeting and we set up a time to record a, a, an interview and Colin and I had a great conversation with him. And unfortunately we had some audio issues on my side and operator error. You played yourself. Yes, I did play myself operator error, uh, unfortunately. And we lost a good portion of the interview. We're going to see what we can salvage from it, but we're going to redo the interview this week. Unfortunately, as a follow-up and what happened further on the story was that the next day after we did our interview, this gentleman started doing a couple spaces on Twitter saying that he's organizing for ALU Kentucky. And on Friday afternoon, this happened. After months of organizing and facing retaliation from Amazon, I have been terminated. Today, not even 10 minutes into my shift, rest assured we're going to keep organizing. And this is going on my long list of unfair labor practice charges against Amazon. And there's a retaliation fund. The fuck. Yeah. So. There has been no response yet, honestly, that I've heard from Amazon Labor Union, which is really sad. Yeah, um, so far, which this happened August Friday. 19th, right? This happened it's Friday. The first, they fire you. They always fire you on a Friday. But what I want to do is put a. Um, um, this Twitter in the chat, and I also want to put a link to the Solidarity Fund for him and for the Amazon labor workers in that facility. That's the Campbellsville, Kentucky facility. Again, we got a little bit of a whiff of what was going on in that location. Um, it again, I took two pages of notes during this uh, conference during during this interview as well. There were so many little things that they're doing um but mostly it's about hours allocation and not giving people consistent shifts and then keeping them again it's it's very similar to what we're hearing in starbucks and and then the campbellsville facility where they currently are located and again and we'll talk about this and i'll let matt talk more about this when we talk next um there was a ton of it doesn't have the automation that some of the newer facilities have because it was one of the original amazon uh, centers fulfillment centers and they so the workers are walking 15 to 20 miles per day to pick items in that facility mm -hmm. and that's unlike most of the other facilities so i wanted to mention what's happening over there uh union busting is disgusting did any of them, did any of them ask for like any any drip like maybe maybe some drip will help Maybe some well, yeah. well, it's drip. He, he can he can use some cash dripped into his account for sure. Um, sure, maybe some merch. Maybe maybe some merch will help. Yeah, maybe I don't think merch, merch is gonna help him pay his bills right now, but merch sales Damn. might. Um, so even if it's like Gucci merch, even if it's like Gucci, I well, mean, well, yeah, okay. 
I mean, I, I, I see what I see what you're trying to do here. Uh, okay, okay, so again, Matt from the Amazon SDF one, and and again, support Matt, support you know workers always, especially ones who are retaliated against for trying to organize their coworkers. We're gonna get him back, and and we're gonna have a conversation, and we're excited to do that. And I feel just awful that we didn't get a chance to get that aired before this happened. Um, and we certainly will talk to him afterwards, and we one hundred percent. Um, in the strongest way, you know, uh, are, are against what Amazon is doing here. Could not be more. Uh, what's what's the word? It's 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 not condone. It's the other it's the other word. We're not condoning what they're doing at all. Hundred percent. We're completely against yeah. what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. someone will throw it in the chat. Yeah, screw these guys. Screw them. Yeah. Treat your workers right. Give them. Yeah. Give them, Fuck you, me. Give them better hours. And again. He hadn't been working there like for five minutes. This guy, you know, I, yeah. it had been it had been at least six months. They, he talked about being hired as a blue shirt versus a white shirt, and you know, being a temporary worker, and and then getting permanent status. And they use they use that to create a two class system. It was a fascinating conversation. Again, I can't wait to have it again. And what a great what a great dude. So please support Matt, and please support any struggling workers. There are solidarity funds. Uh, the Ragtag Band at Ragtag Band has a list of solidarity funds and different strikes that are occurring and different unions that are trying to unionize and file with the NLRB all over the country. Uh, so again, shout out to all those guys, and uh, I'm really sorry, Matt. It's you're you're getting done dirty, and and you don't deserve this bullshit. And I hope that your union stands up for your rights and for worker rights all over the country. So. I think I liked it better being blind When I couldn't read between the lines when I couldn't see the cracks in the structure that lay bare before me the whole time I think I liked it better back when I Suspended disbelief and swallowing pride I thought I knew the difference in the red from the blue But they both bleed us so dry They both bleed us so dry My favorite songs don't hit the same way I get to the end of a four-minute track And I'm only looking back thinking What did they actually say? So I try to...